boys and girls I'm your substitute teacher mr. Tinman and our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up so we're gonna go around the room you over there with the afro puffs what do you want to be when you grow up um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like a designer those are some pretty good professions and you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Well, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with the tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you, back there with the bus saw dreads. What would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. Hi, T. And welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, and one and only talent, Omar Taylor. It is another beautiful, wonderful day down here in South Florida in my neighborhood. It is September 18th. It is about, what's it, 817 at night. We're looking at some nice, easy, breezy, 82-degree weather. And we got a whole lot to talk about today, because for some teams it's already over. Not to mention we got a we got a full line of injury reports to come at you. And also Durant op- decides to open up, and we're gonna say it. We're gonna say it again. Odell Beckham, who? But you know what I say. Regardless of the time. We're Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn. And regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. I'm not, we not even going to waste first any of all, time. Something is wrong with your boy Antonio Brown. I don't, I don't I, I'm not really a fan of starting off the show two weeks in a row. Talking about A.B. But your boy Antonio Brown is 100% a certifiable head case. And... I don't know what all is going on with this kid or what all is going on with this fella. Some say that after he took that Vontez perfect hits that he happened to change the persona, that, that, that things just weren't right at anymore. But 
what we're still going to hear from him outside of the 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 now called not now 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 the pendant rape case on him now we have now we have several other sexual harasser statements um coming out against him where he has where he has um conducted himself in lewd manners around people um, um that was conducting services for him individual that was supposed to be painting portraits for for them like like literally walking up with them naked all farting in their face kind of stuff like literally or just shitting on people yes and and I don't mean literally shitting on people. What I'm what I'm really saying is that he took advantage of some people. What they're saying is that he he had chefs, he had jewelers, he had he had he had tailors, he had all kinds of individuals that would conduct in services for him, and he wouldn't pay them. And he'll try to get away with it. The car, the car dealership where he leased or rented cars from would literally have to go and repossess his cars because he wasn't making payment or he wouldn't return them. So, it's really funny to hear him say that, hey, he owns everything that he has. But yet he has such a hard time really paying everybody. And it's a funny thing. I don't remember seeing any cars where he did that interview. So, maybe he does own his home and everything in it. But the other things that he is paying for. Our services, driving services, food services, entertainment-wise, he decides to stiff and treat these people as, <laughs> as as less than as as less than human beings on on a lot of occasions. And when things start to add up, uh, and I'm not saying he's guilty of rape, but when things start to add up, it does it does start to put um put a light on somebody like hey. Maybe he does feel like he is able to do a lot of things, right? Where he's told no, stop, or don't, or where most people will have to follow a different set of rules, and he feels it's okay for him not to follow it. And not to mention, and not to mention, Odell Beckham was still the one. I mean, not Odell Beckham. <laughs> Sorry, Odell. M Odell, this is probably one of the only few times you're going to hear me apologize to you. My bad Odell Beckham Jr. You are not supposed to be a part of this conversation. And that's because you're a diva wide receiver doesn't mean you're, you're a potential rapist. That's Antonio Brown. Because if anything is, if even if he didn't commit it, he has already, which he cannot, what he has not come out and denied, he's basically admitted that this was him already. That, de that this was him involved in the text message that he sent to the young lady that, that, that's accusing him of rape to say, hey, you made me feel like a rapist last night. That's maybe because you heard those three magical words, Antonio Brown. Those three magical words that you tend to ignore throughout life, it seems like, throughout different aspects of your life. Stop, no, and don't. So these are three words that, that may not be in your vocabulary as a, as a wide receiver super all-star diva in, in, the, in the National Football League. Maybe that's the reason why you acted the way to get yourself out of all of these um, situations, which I still wholeheartedly back you up for your actions to get out of those teams because NFL players don't have a lot of options. But if these other things are correct of how he's conducted himself in his everyday life, then you, sir, Antonio Brown, have now wholeheartedly qualified 
And even without you being a rapist, there's all of this other scumbag shit that I keep hearing about you. You have officially gone into a category where Odell Beckham has swam in. And that is the Mr. Hanky piece of poop award. Colin Brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes. Squeezing tween your festive buns. A present from down below. Spreading joy with a howdy ho. He's seen the love inside of you. Cause he's a piece of poo. Yep. You have officially qualified for the Mr. Hanky piece of poop award. Because, sir... Even without you being a rapist, if these are your actions on a day-to-day -day basis where you're farting in people's faces, where you're taking advantage of the little man, and everybody knows me, I am all about helping out the little man. Like, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, you, don't, you don't get to five seasons of the podcast. Yes. I don't know if you guys have realized it. Right? You can catch the podcast everywhere. Not only live on mytsports.net, but you can catch it on Facebook. You can catch it on Twitter. You can catch it on TuneIn Radio. You can catch it on Podbean. You can catch it on iTunes. You can catch it on Google. Man, I made so many people. I met so many people today. Like, listen, 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 listen. Linda, we are going to talk about it. Let's back up a little bit. Remember, five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. If all these things are true, even without it, without you being accused of rape, yo, you are starting to toe that scumbag line. And, you know, here, we'll rather be apologetic than anything else. <laughs> no, that's a joke. But we see the writing on the wall, and, and you've literally dug your hand in your ass and written on the wall, Antonio Brown was here, Mr. Brown. This is why you will now have the Piece of Poop Award. It's only fitting. It's only entertainment. So, we're going to move on for Antonio Brown because I, I just found that really odd. It's really odd that, that, that as these things as these things starts to unfold, we just keep hearing more, and we're going to keep hearing more and more. So, Antonio Brown may, may, may start off our headlines a couple of times. But it's funny that he still has a job. Because I guess whatever he's doing isn't costing them money, but it's definitely help bringing them more attention. But how they going to feel when he come out guilty on a rape case? He's going to still have a job then? And if he doesn't have a job, are we trying to say that Colin Kaepernick is in the same category as a rapist? Just saying. Not saying Antonio Brown is a rapist yet. But he did send a text. That said to somebody that you made me feel like a rapist. So for right now, I'm just calling him how he feels. Like if you told me that you were feeling sad, I'll call you Mr. Sad Guy. Right now, Mr. Antonio Brown, you're Mr. Rapist. Because that's how you felt. I feel happy all the time. My friends trying to call me Mr. Happy. I'm kind of energetic all the time. I'm kind of hyper. My friends call me Mr. Energy. I had a heart attack. They call me Mr. Tin Man. I, I, I announced wrestling days. They call me Tony Baritone. I'm just saying, we all how we feel or we all what we eat. I still haven't been called pussy yet. So we're going to keep that there. So let's just move right on, right? Because we still have a whole lot of NFL to talk about. And there are, there's a lot to unfold with the NFL as well this season. Say, so, yo, hey, yo, DJ, hey, yo, DJ, let me get something that we can, that we can start riding out to so we can give you these week two of the mighty football picks because you know what 
we got a, we got we got a segment ending pretty soon, and we're gonna see if we can get these in within the next three minutes. I doubt that because you know how long this thing goes. Well, we gonna try. You got you got my music ready. All right, let's get it. So this week we happen to go ten and six in the mighty football picks, right? First game up was your Thursday night game. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up, hold up. There we go. This is week two of the Mighty Football Picks, where we went 10 and 6. First game of the Mighty Football Picks was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Carolina. And famous Jameis Winston gets a lucky break as there was a last second fail as, as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are able to add a hundred. Let me get let me just bring this back to you. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're able to, to able to get a lucky break over the Carolina Panthers as their wide receiver Chris Go Chris Godwin goes for over 120 goes for 121 yards. Tampa Bay wins 20 to 14. Remember here, folks, we don't talk about any losers here. We'll talk about a couple of these winners. Top five people from this past week. You hear Magic Cup down, but in case you don't get it, we'll, we'll give you the rest. Go to some there were some key performances out here. But we ain't gonna dwell on them yet. The youth movement was in full effect as Arizona visited Baltimore and the Baltimore Ravens were able to take out the Arizona Cardinals. Lamar Jackson put up 120 yards. The tight end Mark Andrews put up 112 yards. Baltimore Ravens come out with a victory to 23 to 17. The Dallas the Dallas the Cowboys decided to go ahead and teach a thing or two about politics to Washington. As Dak Prescott passes for three touchdowns, Ezekiel Elliott rushes for 111 yards and one touchdown. As they rustle up a victory over Washington, 31 to 21. The Colts unload on the Titans as they visited the Titans in Tennessee. And they come away with a victory as Jacoby Brissett's pass for three touchdowns. Indiana wins 19-17. The Seattle Seahawks go ahead and visit the Pittsburgh Steelers as Seattle cracked the Steelers. Russell Wilson go, go, goes ahead and packs on three touchdowns as they come away for a 28-26 victory. And Buffalo decides to take a second visit over to Jet Life Stadium. As, as they're looking about right now, they're looking like Meth Life Stadium. <laughs> right? But nonetheless, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills trot to another early start, or a hot start, I should say. As they slay the Giants 28 to 14, as they as they improve to 2-0. We'll talk about them a little bit later. The 49ers tamed the Bengals behind 120 rushing yards by Matt Breda and three touchdowns by the quarterback. You know his name, but we like to call him here. Jimmy G. After that, we have the L.A. Chargers visiting the Detroit Lions as the Lions hold the Chargers behind 117 receiving yards and one touchdown by the wide receiver, Kenny Galloway. 
De Detroit comes away with a shocking victory of 13 to 10. Minnesota goes and visits the Green Bay Packers as the Packers siege a victory from the Vikers. 14, honestly, doesn't quite seem like they're 2-0, but the Green Bay Packers are 2-0 as Devontae Adams rushes for 106 yards for a 21-16 victory over the Vikings. Next thing you know, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Houston Texans. The Texans round up a victory. 13-12. They eat that one out. The New England Patriots going and takes on Miami. As the Patriots just march all over the Dolphins. They turn them into top shooey, top chop suey sushi mushy. That's what they turned them into. As they came away with a 43 to nothing victory. As the Miami Dolphins have now officially given up over 100 points over their last two games. And we will also write about that, Victor, if you're keeping track of the Mighty Sports pick. Where, where did I get them wrong? We'll come back and tell you a little bit later. I don't want to feel like doing all that backtracking. All right, and the, as the Chiefs were going, we went to go in and visit the Raiders, and the Chiefs victimized the Raiders as Patrick Mahomes passed for 443 yards with four touchdowns. Demarcus, Ro Demarcus Robinson, their wide receiver, caught 176 yards for two touchdowns. The Kansas City Chiefs come away with a victory of 28 to 10 and we was this is the game that we wanted to see because we thought that oakland may have put up a little bit of highlights on the end remember this was the multi-vest game of the week folks and this is gonna be a theme here i feel like kansas city is gonna be in a lot of the multi-vest games of the week <laughs> but multi but they were the multi-vest game of the week and oakland didn't quite hold up their part as it seemed like the defense from kansas city ha um, happened to hold up a little bit by only holding oakland only the 10 points they didn't look as quite as explosive as they did in week one as it looked like there may have been a little bit of tape out on them at this point in time. Next up we had the New Orleans Saints. They march into the LA into LA to take on the Rams and the the Rams take the air out of the Saints as Cooper Cup comes away with 120 receiving yards as they get a 27 to 9 victory over the Saints. And there's a lot more to inhale and digest there too as well. I know you can't breathe if you're a Saints fan right now, but we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Oh so, oh so, oh so. The, the Chicago Bears goes ahead and visit the Denver Broncos as the Bears go on a picnic and they pick up a victory as 16 to 14. There was nothing special about that game. The next game a little bit more special. Matt Ryan decided to pass for 320 yards, and I guess a Falcon can fly higher than an Eagle as the Falcons come away with a victory over the Philadelphia Eagles 24-20. And, oh, folks, then we had the Monday night game, and then we're going to go into our nice little break because we're going to need a break after this one because I don't know if I could talk about the Jets without needing a break, but the old doodoo Browns and their pastry chef, Baker Mayfield, serve up a bitter L to the Jets as the Old Dirty Beckham catches 161 yards and one touchdown. I trust one of those passes was just one deep pass. For the most part, they looked kind of lackluster. I'm still over here trying to figure out Old Dell Beckham who. But while you try to figure that out with me, we're going to take a little quick break. When we come back, we are actually going to go right into our picks for week three. 
Maybe not. We're going to talk about what we saw in the WNBA as they're in the midst of their playoffs. All of the single game eliminate, all of the single elimination playoff games are over. And now we're talking about only five game series and there are only four teams left. We had a fight that happened over the weekend. Oh, no. Yeah, there were some interesting things happening in wrestling as well. That and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. For CSB News 9, I'm Donato Rank. And I'm Tito. We'll see you. Good night. Clear. Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people just like you in radio, television, and new media careers. You'll learn it all in a hands-on environment in a matter of months, not years. To take a tour of a campus in your area or to find out if a career in broadcasting is right for you, call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you're still listening to me live, then I do appreciate it. Because there's really only two ways to listen to me live. That's either on the Mixlr app or the number one place that I do appreciate you always listen to me live. And that's right here on the website on mytsports.net. But in case you were not able to catch me live and you're listening to the re-air, don't forget you can catch it everywhere. And that's on iTunes. That's in TuneIn Radio. That's on we at Spotify, we're on Podbean, we're also on Mixlr, you can also catch it on Google Play, and anywhere else that you listen to your your, your podcast at, CastBox, all of it, we're, we're everywhere, B, just, 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 just turn it on and find it, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, all of it, as well as all of your social media places, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, InstaFaced, the yellow one with with with, with the, the snapping, the snapdragon. <laughs> you know I'm bugging right now, but we gonna get right back into it because right now I told you I told you. Listen, we had we have a little bit of WNBA action going on, and we're not gonna dive too much into because I I do want to give these ladies their 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 better their, their better respect because listen, the games that you're gonna want to watch is all coming up tomorrow. So before we go any further, we got something for you. It's a new segment, and this is just for the hey ladies. Where the ladies at? Sometimes you gotta fool them. Sometimes you gotta send a woman to a man's job, you know what I mean? In this case, my girl here like a grown motherfucking man. That nigga's been laid low. Catch you wearing a hurt, you know what I mean? Bro, your balls off, nigga. As you said, the WNBA are officially in their finals as we speak. Where their the WWA semifinals are in a 2-2-1 format. The reason why I tell you that they're in a 2-2-1 format because before this, they have two rounds of single game eliminations where the seeding is where the seeding is reorganized after every round. So the first round of eliminations, they're reseeded. After the second round, before we get into the semifinals, they're reseeded. And folks, if you didn't catch the game last night, there was a hell of a game between the Washington Mystics and the Las Vegas Aces as the Washington Mystics came away with a 97-95 victory on a last-second three-point buzzer beater to give their team a 1-0 victory in the semifinals. The Connecticut... Goodness, I just forgot their gosh darn name. They're not the Connecticut Suns. But Connecticut just came away with a victory over the L.A. Spark as they also lead their series 1-0. Game 2 for both of those series you can catch on ESPN2 Thursday night starting at 8 p.m. Now to move to transition really quick over 
listen, there was also a couple of fights that that, that went on this weekend, and and none other than 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 this Tyson Fury fight. I don't know if you saw, but in case you didn't, J M A. I finished fight pick. Tyson Fury took on Otto Wallen for his linear championship belt. Which, can somebody explain to me what this lineage championship belt is like? Is he a champion or is he not a champion? Like, does this championship, like, I feel like this is equivalent to when, to when Mr. Woo Woo Woo, the Long Island IZ from WWE, Claimed to be the internet championship. And because it just kind of caught a buzz and it kind of had a nice ring to it, they gave him a belt. I, I've never heard of this belt before. I feel like this is this is a belt of recognition than an actual belt of notoriety. If, 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 it's, if it's an odd thing to say. But nonetheless, he, had the, he, he has this belt. And he had a defense for it. And this belt allowed, this, this title, and I do mean title. I don't, I I don't want to say belt. But this title, literally, allows him to get... Some of these bigger, or, or, or some of these named fights, or even a contract with ESPN at times, right? And then not to say that he isn't a good fighter, because he's a hell of a fighter. He's, he's um, I haven't checked the rank in, in, in a while, right? I Meaning in a couple of weeks, but I'm still pretty sure if he's he's top, he's ranked top three, if not top five. Top five is just be played it safe. I'm pretty sure he's ranked top three. So he takes on Otto Wallen. For his lineage, linear championship belt. And, listen, this fight was everything that you needed out of a fight. Because very early on, like, not, not only is it bloody, not, not, not only is it back and forth, not only is, it, is it the pace heavy and it's fast and it's in your face, but there was a significant cut in the third round to the defending champ of Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury's cut man, or corner, I should say, initially was not aware that this cut came from a punch. Which, I'm trying to make like, what's the significance? Why do I care? Well, it's the significance because if you're cut and the referee has to stop it, if, it's, if you're cut by a headbutt or like an elbow or some kind of accidental contact, then you don't take an L. It's just kind of like a non-contest, you know, non-contest, you know, referee stoppage. And you may not lose the belt either. But, 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 if it's ruled a cut by a punch and the referee has to stop it, that's a TKO. Referee stoppage, it don't matter. That's a forfeit of the belt. You got to come off of that. So the referee, not only was he lenient, but the corner of Tyson Fury initially didn't even know. Until at some point in time, there was some kind of communication that went on. So there was significance to me mentioning that Tyson Fury is a signed fighter by ESPN as this was a fight on ESPN plus because it was the ESPN broadcast team that told Tyson Fury's corner that that was a cut made by a punch which at that point in time obviously it changes their urgency and how they're going about their 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 business of preventing this cut or and, and also keeping keeping their fighter in the fight more than anything else because they don't want it to be stopped and and not for nothing 
Cutman did a hell of a job. Cutman did everything he was supposed to do. Cutman helped keep Tyson Fury in that fight for an additional nine rounds, basically. And by doing so, by not letting him get disqualified, that is, right, or, or technically knocked out, or having a referee stop it. And trust me, he was leaking. At, but Pat, he didn't. He was good for like the first half of every round, and then second half of every round, leak city. But he made it and he maintained, and it's a good thing that he did because it was a fight that he was winning. Because the scorecard was unanimous, as this went 12 rounds: 116, 112, 117, 111, 118, 112, 110. All Tyson Fury. And now you know what we get. And now you know what we get. We get a little bit of Tyson and Wilder. But deuce, 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 deuce. And that's really what the and that's what everything has been leading up to these last couple of months, right? Joshua, Wilder, Fury, all of these fights over the last four, five, six months. Have all been leading up to see which one of these top three contenders, top four contenders, top five contenders are all going to fight. Because ultimately, what we've been clamoring for, what we've been salivating for, is for Wilder and Fury to fight again. And with Fury picking up this unanimous decision over Otto Wilder and not being stopped, dreams can control. It can happen to you if you're strong at heart. And we're going to get our part two. Now, that's not to say that's the only thing that's been going on in the fight world. I mean, there's other things that's been happening, but you know what? I think, I think it's time for another break. I think it's time for you guys to cool your jets. And we'll be back again. Mighty Sports Podcast. Take a sip of some beer. Thirsty. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari Nintendo to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360s. And yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's, Nintendo systems, and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Vest Games, where you save more so you can play more.
And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you're still listening, I do appreciate it. As always, because if you're listening live today, and we should catch me, the only places that is possible. We already went through them already in the show, MightySports.net, and also Mix-A-Law. Only one that matters is at MightySports.net. Listen, where every voice, every take, and everything I do remains to stay. Mighty! Oh, yes, it is. It is a mighty day. Yes, indeed. So we got to stick here with these fights for a while, right? Because that's the only thing that happened in the fight world. I don't know if you guys follow up on wrestling a little bit, but I likes to tangle in the wrestling arts. Now, I ain't talking about wrestling gators. We're talking about wrestling people. <laughs> and in the world of WWE, WWE SmackDown is about to make themselves a new home, right? On Fox on Friday nights. And if you're caving up on the action, it also looks like that they may be setting themselves up for the beast to feast on Friday nights on Fox. What am I talking about? Keep up with me. Let me bring it back to you. So, WWE has signed a new contract with their where their show the SmackDown is it gonna be moving from its the way it's, its home where it's been on for God knows how long for a while on USA on Tuesday nights it's gonna be moving to Friday nights at Fox and listen SmackDown has moved throughout the years the WB with 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 with, with the with the singing with this with the with the with the singing frog they've been on uh, on FX or whatever it was when they when they first started out you know to help kept them some action. So they've been, a, they've been a little bit all over the place. It was on USA for a while, TNT, you know, a couple other places. And now they find themselves on Fox. And they find themselves on Fox on Friday nights. And one of the, one of the, one of the things about this is that WWE for a while, between their SmackDown and their Raw brand, you know their Raw brand, their Monday night brand, SmackDown, I just told you, the blue brand. SmackDown, is, Raw is kind of considered their red brand, right? Raw for red. They've been interacting. They've, they've been in, they've been swapping out superstars. Where you, there's some there's some stars you see them fighting on SmackDown that you see fighting on Raw, and players that you see fighting on Raw you also see fighting on SmackDown. Where that is no longer going to be taking place because everybody isn't on USA, and the individuals are just going to be on either Fox or USA. They're now going to be brand exclusivity, and for an individual that has been. That has been synonymous with the Raw brand for a while in the Beast Brock Lesnar. Right? Because he has held the Universal Championship for, for a couple of years now before being slayed by the by now the, the King, the Beast, and Monster Slayer self, freaking Rollins. Right? You take that special delivery with you. He is now. The Beast has now gazed his eyes upon the SmackDown WWE Championship and Kofi Kingston as he has now made an appearance on SmackDown. And it is now being set up because, listen, I don't think any of us anticipates Kofi Kingston beating Brock Lesnar. We all anticipate what well, this is where Kofi, Kingston, King, Kofi Kingston's run ends. But I'm pretty sure that the new day is going to get another WWE Tag Team Championship chance. And they'll be the seven-time WWE Tag Team Champion the new day. But as WWE SmackDown makes its launch on Fox, I can wholeheartedly see that the number one figure on Fox 
as they go through their inaugural season is going to be Brock Lesnar, especially when it's Brock Lesnar's manager that is calling all the shots in SmackDown. So, yes, another special delivery for you. <laughs> so, when Brock Lesnar interrupts, interrupts Kofi, yeah, 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 all day long. The beast is, set him, is being set up to feast on Friday nights on Fox. There's nothing that you can do that about it. W on SmackDown. So listen, NXT is going to move to Wednesdays on USA as they not make their television break um, debut. Or is it Thursday? Sorry, it's Thursday night. One of those two nights. Not sure. You check it out. I, I'm, 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 not a, I'm not an information box. I'm just a talking head. But keeping you in the, in the, in the wrestling world, the... Platinum Pro Wrestling Organization. This is the local wrestling organization that you can catch your boy live being a ring announcer for. We're about to have our next event coming up called Hollow Slam on October 26th. Folks, tickets are on sale now. You can go to Ticket Bud to get your tickets ahead of to start reserving your tickets. The doors are going to open at 7 o'clock. And don't forget that it's going to be at the CrossFit Center, the CrossFit Center. All right, sorry, CrossFit Squad, not a center, CrossFit Squad at 512 Avernia Street in West Palm Beach, Florida. Come check us out. October 26th, PPW, cut above the rest. Folks, oh, it's that time. Ooh, it's that time. Is it not, not the fantasy football time? No, 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 no. Just, just football time. It is time for week three. Of our picks. Oh, yeah, folks. It's officially that time for week three of picks. We got to see. Listen, we haven't done bad so far, right? So far, every single week that we've done these picks, we've had at least 10 victories, which is, which is not bad, right? Because if you were betting money on every single game, that means you would have came out on top if you would have followed the picks. But you still could get better, and that's what we really wanted. We just kind of want to get better. So let's hope we're getting better this week. Hey, yo, DJ. Give me something I can get downs to. Something for, something for the people. You know how much I love the kids, right? So give me something for the culture. Apollo's kids. I like it. All right. So we got week three of the mighty football picks in the NFL coming up. First off, we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I'm going to tell you honestly, Thursday night game, short week. I don't trust any one of these blokes, but somebody has to win. And I know there's a lot of things going on in Jacksonville. Jalen Ramsey's over here asking for a trade. Jalen Ramsey is asking for a trade, folks. He wants out of Jacksonville. Jacksonville hasn't won a game this whole entire season. Jacksonville has barely won five games over the last two years. Remember when Jacksonville was elite? Remember when all we thought that Jacksonville needed was a quarterback? That seems like a long time a long time ago now, doesn't it? Well, that's still today. Jacksonville still needs a quarterback. So I don't trust Jacksonville yet. I don't care what I don't care what's going on. Nick Foles, whoever, whoever's whoever's over there. Is Nick Foles injured already? I don't know. But I don't trust Jacksonville to save my life. And you know what? It seems that every time I think Tennessee Titans are going to win a game, they lose. And every time I think they're going to lose a game, 
<laughs> you think I think they're gonna lose the game they win? So <clears throat> I'm gonna pick Tennessee to win this game. They're probably gonna end up losing. Well, whatever happened with Jalen Rose is probably gonna help galvanize Jacksonville for this one game. Right? But I'm gonna pick Tennessee because I, I really still don't quite trust the Jacksonville Jaguars yet this year. So we're gonna go with Jet Tennessee. That's the first pick. Next up, no, no, no. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Cause you know what? I'm sorry, folks. We may we may have jumped the gun. Fade me down. 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 Bring me all the way down. We can't talk. We can't talk about this yet. We we really can't talk about this yet. We can't go into week three yet. We can't go. I, I know I got you guys all excited. Good thing that was only Thursday night. Because you know what? Nick Foles just reminded me of something. Right? Nick Foles just really reminded me of something that there is still something that we need to go over. Because whether we're talking real football, whether we're talking fantasy football, whether we're just talking about doing weekly football picks, whether you just go watch football because, hey, I just like the crowd of the people. I like the camaraderie. I don't even know what goes on. Minimum. That's all you like. I get it. If that's the case, then you know what? I need a backtrack because you know what? This is for you. This is for you and only you and nobody else. The mighty injury report. It's the it's the mighty injury report because there have been some significant injuries that happened this week. I don't know if you caught them all. I don't know if you caught them all when I was giving you the week two rundown. But let me give them to you. First and first, first and foremost, the one that I think is the most significant out of all of them is that. They can't, they can no longer breathe in New Orleans. They have officially let their air out. Drew Brees has been injured with a thumb injury. He is out for at least four to six weeks. Just had his thumb surgery this morning. So now they, so now they are going with their backup or bridge quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. Who, listen, Teddy Bridgewater is a legend down here in local South Florida. You, 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 listen, if you think, you think Beyonce's B-Birds are bad. Talk about talk about Teddy Bridgewater down here in South Florida. See if you don't get stabbed or hung. Or, you know what I mean? Stabbed. You know if you don't get stabbed, slashed, or hung with the fifth. You know what I mean? Like one of the two. So they have Teddy Bridgewater now, helping them get through their season. And I don't know if you I don't know if you if you heard it at the end of it, but it doesn't. For all of these teams I'm about to mention, it's a wrap. It's. <laughs> It's over for New Orleans Saints, who I had as my Super Bowl pick. Now, 
Can they make a Super Bowl run? Can they make a playoff run? Yes. Are they going to still be in the Super Bowl? No. No, no, no. I don't say it. Unless. Let's just say Teddy Bridgewater helps to get them to a 500 record for the time that Drew Brees is out. And then Drew Brees comes back and he helps them go in a nice little spurt. Takes them on like a four or five game winning streak. Gets that momentum going. Goes into the playoffs. You know what I mean? They're a low seed, so they get, so they get a wild card spot. So they automatically take it on one of the top teams early. They took on their top team and they eliminate them. And now they're looking like the favorite. And then they move on to march on on to come down here to South Florida and win another Super Bowl so I can go ahead and try to witness something. I get it. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen at all. And for all you New Orleans Saints fans and for all you Drew Brees fans, I hate to tell you, but... It's over! It's over, ladies and gentlemen! So, I feel, I feel your pain. But you're in the boat with everybody else. Because you know who else went down? Yep, 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 yep. In Pennsylvania, there's a crack in Big Ben. Yep, Ben Roethlisberger goes down. With an elbow injury. Is it Tommy John? I don't know. Is it, el is it tennis elbow? I don't know. Is it from beating off too much? Hmm. Hmm. We still don't know. But what we can say. Is that Big Ben? Karma may be catching up to you. Listen. I have defended you on your early transgressions. I don't believe that was you. I know how it can be to be a celebrity in the club. Oh, yes, I do. I know I can. I know it. Listen, we talked about this on the podcast. Early on the podcast. So go check it out. We know what it means to go flash dough at a club and pour shots down people's throats and then have somebody take you to the bathroom and want to get all nasty with it. I understand that kind of lifestyle. Unfortunately for Big Ben. That when the person sobered up and that regret hit, they had a face to put that regret to. When that happened to me, if they regretted it, I ain't famous enough for them to put a face to it. The most famous thing they remember about me is my, <laughs> is my laugh, which a couple of them has on a ringtone on their phone. Hey, I didn't ask them to do it. Just some bitches understand my story. So... So Big Ben ends up going out with an elbow. So we got Drew Brees with a thumb, right? We got Big Ben with an elbow. Can, can, can we keep can we keep working our way down 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 the human body? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Cam, oh Cam, ankles are made of jam, oh jam. Because he keeps breaking them. This shit's a mush, B. Cam Newton goes out with another with another ankle injury. Don't know how long he's gonna be out. But him him already being behind the ball of I know it's so weird. I was gonna say behind the ball of Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and all these other guys in his division. But at this point in time, Drew Brees is already injured. You got a couple of weeks. So now you're talking about Famous Jameis Winston and Matt and Maddie Nice, Maddie Ice Ryan. 
That's who's going to now lead that division. This division should be a cakewalk for Atlanta because nobody believes in famous Jameis. Except for maybe this week. Except for maybe this week. Detroit is going to go into... <laughs> Sorry, we ain't going to talk about Detroit yet. If you already heard, if you're a Jets fan, if you're already a Jets fan, I, I, for, the, for the Jets fans that are still alive that haven't committed suicide, that haven't jumped over that bridge, that haven't said it, it's all over, all worries me. Because listen, for all of these things I'm mentioning, it's already done in week two. It's already done in week two for a lot of these teams. And it's only week two. So for even for you... Even for you Jet fans out there, yep, it is already and officially a wrap. Because your quarterback, Sam Donald, has gone out with Mono. He's going to be gone for at least six weeks. They say he's going to try to come back by week five, but that's week five where he's going to try to come back and hope that he's healed enough to start going back into football shape and start and start getting in, and start getting football ready. Because remember, if he hasn't been on any kind of diet, if he's been on a liquid diet, then that means like he, he's, he's dropping pounds like, like, quack, like crackheads drop weight. You understand? Like, like he's shedding that kind of pounds. He's going to have to beef back up, bulk back up. You better hope that it is that he comes back in week five. Because if this is a month long of a liquid diet, not being able to get to get solids and fluids into you, not being able to exercise, you know what I mean? The, the swollenness of the spine, having to be semi-bedridden. It's not going to be pretty when he comes back. He's going to need an off-season to come back. Hmm. How many weeks are in off season? Well, we have four preseason games, and then we have a couple of weeks of training camp before that. Six weeks, maybe? Before he even starts to look at how he looked on week one, and on week one, he looked like shit. So, what are you really expecting, Jets fans? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. If it wasn't for the Dolphins being in our division... I wouldn't be surprised if we if we weren't teetering with 0-16. So, so, so thank you, Lucky Stars, that we play the Dolphins at least twice because we, we, it just may be a possibility that we're going to have two teams in one division that goes 1-15. That's how bad things are looking for the Jets. They didn't just lose their quarterback. They also lost one of their, one of their, one of their key defensive guys in, 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 in Mosley. Not, 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 not to mention um, who they lost on their line and... Le'Veon, and they have really no good offensive line at, to, to even contain with. And Le'Veon Bell, while he's looking like a bell count and at least putting up 100, um, uh, he's putting up 10 points in fantasy football weekly, he ain't doing enough. Or isn't enough for him. I'm sorry, the Jets don't look impressive. And for all of my friends and for all the Jets fans that thought that the Jets could even possibly have a, have a 500 record, even when Sam Donald was healthy, you guys were delusional. This was a six-win team at best, five to be realistic, six to be optimistic. We have Alshon Jeffries going out for the Philadelphia uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. He leaves the game, doesn't return. We have Nick Foles, as I mentioned, took a hit. He's already out. All of these teams without quarterbacks. Look at this. Drew Brees is out. They went to Teddy Bridgewater. Big Ben is out. They went to their back. They went to some backup quarterback. Cam Newton is out. They're bringing in some backup quarterback. Sam Donald went out. They brought in their backup quarterback. And then he got 
his ankles broken. They're on their third string quarterback. And Nick Foles is also out for Jacksonville. And Colin Kaepernick still can't get a phone call. Yeah, it's been confirmed. Kaepernick, Kaepernick doesn't even get phone calls. Yeah, we got teams with third string quarterbacks on them. The New York Jets should just go ahead and sign Colin Kaepernick. Go ahead and trade for Jalen Ramsey. And let's start making things right again in the Big Apple. Oh, and there's one more injury report. Eli Manning goes out with a bruised ego. They've benched him after two weeks as well. They've officially gone over to the quarterback in Duke. And I was going to start this week, this show's week, talking about Eli is done. After seeing what I saw, Eli was done. I could even surprise you by giving you the hot take of saying Eli was done. They fired him the next day. And you know things are bad. You know things are bad. When even players on bad teams are asking for a trade. We'll talk about that in a minute. So, Ayo DJ. Ayo DJ. Let me get a little bit of music for that week three again. Okay. That's how you want to do it? I guess that's how we're going to do it. So our first Sunday night game is going to be Detroit visiting Philly. I don't believe that Detroit could pull off another victory, to be honest with you, as they already won 0-1 in Detroit fashion. So I have the Philadelphia Eagles pulling out another victory to improve the real record to 2-1 as they beat up on the Detroit Lions. Next up, we have the New York Jets going on and taking the England Patriots. And I don't expect the New York Jets to even score a point in this game, <laughs> to be honest with you. If Bill Belichick and them boys allow the New England Patriots to even uh, allow the New York Jets to score a point on the New England then guess what? I'll say that this was a small victory and they would have failed. Listen, because the fact that the, that the Cleveland Browns didn't look more impressive against the Jets is heinous. Because I feel like when the Jets go ahead and play Baltimore this year, Kansas City, New England Patriots, or any one of these other teams, they're going to get beat by at least 40 to 50 points. 40 points minimum is going to be the average the average point of loss. The average the average point loss when, between the games that they play Kansas City, Baltimore, <laughs> the New England Patriots. And there was one other team I wanted to mention, but I can't remember. That may just be it. When they play those three teams, they're going to give up 150 points. Stat. So, once again, I can't even pick my heart on this one. I, 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 can't, even, I, can't, I can't even go sideways. That's how bad the Jets are. I have the New England Patriots whooping up on the Jets. I, I really don't understand where Jets fans, even with Sam Donald here, where did you see these victories at in the first eight weeks? Outside of possibly beating Cleveland and Buffalo, where did you see these victories? And you really didn't see us beating Cleveland with all of that talent. You technically wrote that off as a loss to begin with. So where did you see all of these victories coming from? In the back end of the, at the, back end of the season? You saw them finally picking up victories when the games didn't matter because we'd have been so far eliminated we could finally play all loosey-goosey now is that when you finally wanted wanted to start playing it oh not when the games matter and the pressure's on at the beginning but once everything is loose they start they start throwing the, the th they start throwing the ball around there and start getting away with a couple of victories and playing spoiler no i i barely saw that because remember this is still the jets so even on the games that they're supposed to win let's just say they win half of them that's four to five victories this year where the fuck will you guys see it eight and nine and ten don't do it. You guys must be on white lines. I swear. That's what happens when Jet fans live in South Florida for too long. They get addicted to those white lines and start messing with the chemistry in their, in, in their brain. Next you know, they, they start trying flocking and they think the Jets can come up with 10 victories in a season. 
especially this season. Any Jet fans that thought the, the Vex Jets could come up with 10 victories this season, you should go get your head checked. I might deal with you, Greeny. I don't understand what's going on with the Jets. Next we have the Oklahoma Raiders taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And this is probably still the hardest game for me to determine. This is still probably the hardest game for me to determine out of all of them. Because these team, both of these teams, I really don't know who they are. Minnesota, we have deemed the team right there on the cusp since the days of Adrian Peterson. And they always seem to disappoint us and, and i even feel like this team still does it too with the new with with the new quarterback with the new running back with the new offense with the new coach with the new offense with the new everything with even being a being a game away from the super bowl making it to the playoffs a couple years in a row you know what i mean i even then i still understand where they stand when it comes to play oakland Raiders because oakland Raiders really looked impressive that first game and then look like the oakland Raiders in the second game so let's say everything is back to normal we're gonna pick minnesota to come away with this victory in the third game if i'm wrong then you know what? Call up to the show and tell me I'm wrong. If you know me, then you got the line. Call it. Let's make moves. Making all kinds of moves. Is it break time yet? Oh, we been past break time. We just gonna go right into it because we still getting higher, baby. The multi-vest game of the week is going to be Baltimore at Kansas City. As I already told you, a lot of the multi-vest games of the week are probably going to be revolved around Kansas City. Like, they they just happen to be the team that you want to watch. And listen, there can't be two hotter young quarterbacks in the league right now. Listen, if you thought Baltimore versus Arizona was going to be a showcase of two young, hot quarterbacks, well, what happens when the two young, hot quarterbacks now both have a couple of years now in this system that they're running? Yeah. See, Colin Murray, he's still a rookie. He's still he was still a, he's he's still a true neophyte. Trying to be trying to get used to the NFL. Pat Mahomes already had a full season MVP. Lamar Jackson already already went on a 7-1 run at the end of the at the end of last year to help to help bring his team into the playoffs. Both of these two um quarterbacks are electrifying with their arm and with their legs and one of these teams have defense. So, I'm going to pick Kansas City. But if this game ends up being where both teams score over 40, don't be, I won't be surprised if Baltimore... Nope. If the game is over 40, then guess this is how Kansas City wins. If this is a low-scoring game, then, then this is Baltimore's game because that means that Baltimore's defense is doing their thug thizzle. But I expect the shootout. I expect, I, I expect to see 80 points put up. I know, I know that's a lot. I expect to see 80 points put up. Total in this game. I don't know how it's going to get done, but I expect to see 80. Next up, we have Atlanta going to visit the Indiana Colts, and I expect the Col I expect the Falcons to continue to fly high over the Colts. Once again, I still don't quite trust the Colts under this new quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, until jo Jacoby Brissett has passed probably week five and week six, and I can still get a better look at him. Then I'll probably start picking the Colts to win a couple of games that I think are on, on, the, on the cusp or against guys like this, but I don't, I don't see it right now. The Indiana, the Indiana Colts are still trying to figure a couple of things out um, with their new quarterback, and it looks like the Atlanta Falcons are in prime position to take hold of their division with nobody left in there. Drew Brees is gone. Cam Newton is gone, and, 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 and Jameis Winston was never there. Denver goes and visit Green Bay. I got Green Bay come away with a victory. And, and I said this earlier, right? For, for a team that's 2-0 in Green Bay, it really doesn't seem like Green Bay is 2-0, does it? 
Like, like if I know that first Chicago game seemed really ugly, and even that, and even that second game wasn't as pretty as 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 things could be. It when you have close games like this, it doesn't seem like they're two and zero. Like, listen, I'm not surprised that they're two and zero. I, I, we, we, I mean, we did pick up the lose against Chicago, but that's only because Chicago was in Chicago. But I mean, we're not surprised that they're 2-0. It just doesn't feel like they're 2-0. We're going to have to keep seeing how things progress. I, I'm talking the season with Green Bay to see if they can keep up this pace because Aaron Rodgers is always in, is always in the talks of being either an MVP for that year or his team making it to the playoffs. We're going to see which, which one of these two he gets fervor in. I prefer his team gets fervor into the playoffs more than him get fervor into the MVP talks. Just saying. Next up, next up, we have the game that nobody wants to see, and this is a game that, if you're a Dolphins fan, that you may feel a little down and out if you have to witness again, because for three straight. Weeks, the Dolphins are gonna go down, and they're gonna go down bad. The Miami Dolphins, you understand? After giving up, let's let's go back. Let's 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 let's, let's, let's go back a little bit for you. In week one, the Miami Dolphins gave up. 59 points to the Baltimore Ravens. Then they turned around and gave up 43 points to the New England Patriots. You know all of a sudden you already gave, they gave up, that's 102 points. With how the Cowboys have been looking, with how they've been functioning this year so far, looking like a true playoff contender. The Cowboys could easily put up 48 points at minimum and have the Miami Dolphins. You realize, Dolphins fans, that you can start this season being the first team ever in history to give up a total of 150 points throughout three games? That could be you. So... While Jets fans, listen, I understand that you guys are taking horrific L after horrific L and your quarterback, and, and you see in quarterback after quarterback after quarterback drop like 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 like, like flies in the room of uh, in, a, in a room of poisonous smoke. Like, oh my goodness. At least you're not being blown up by an average of 51 points per game. I got given up. Sorry, not being blown out. But not giving up an average of 51 points per game. But this game against Dallas, they can very well continue that trend and give up another 50-burger. The Miami Dolphins may go up, may go down in history of giving up the most 50-point games in one season. That's real for you. That's a reality that can happen if you are a Dolphins fan. And as a Jets fan, I am so glad you guys are here to distract away from how bad the Jets are. Good Lord. Talk about the AFC least. Where is the Dolphin fan that wants to come join me on the podcast? I already got a Bills fan reserved. We can come do a podcast and, and we can and we can have a group therapy session. Goodness gracious, somebody take away our shoelaces. It's about to get real. But Buffalo, 
can continue their hot start. Listen, and Buffalo having a hot start, I laugh because this won't be the first time that we've seen Buffalo have a hot start. We've we've seen Buffalo within the last ten years, maybe even the last five years, right? Start as hot as five and zero oh and completely miss the playoffs. Yes, we've seen them start four and zero oh and finish their season with six wins. Now, granted. There's one thing about Buffalo that I can say that they that that I don't I won't blame them against. They always look good when the weather's warm, and as soon as the weather gets cold, they look bad. I'm thinking it's time that Buffalo stop having a team. If we're gonna just have a team like this, we just might as well put a team in Canada. I think it's time to have an NFL team in Canada. It'll work. The Toronto Canucks, Toronto Mounties. Every time they win, you can mount these nuts. <laughs> Listen, listen, you, you guys already know. <laughs> we got Buffalo pulling out that victory over Cincinnati as I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is going on with Cincinnati. They have no A.J. Green, but the Red Rock is still looking like the Red Rock, and he has found himself a new talk, and is having to go over 100 yards every once in a while. But I'm still going to give Buffalo, as I told you, Buffalo wins these early, like likes to win these early games. They start off fast. They're going to be, they, this is going to be their first game in Buffalo. So this is going to be their home opener. And I am looking forward to the Bills Mafia coming out. I guarantee you that they won't be able to touch what happened down in Miami with that stripper pole. But we may see somebody go through a table. Is it going to be a stripper pole on a table that somebody goes through? We'll wait and see. Next up, we have the New York Giants going into Tampa Bay, and this is going to be a game that I really don't know how to judge. The only thing I'm going to say is that Tampa Bay should have a little bit more weapons to have to deal with. I mean, Saquon Barkley is Saquon Barkley, but that's really about it. That's like saying the New York Jets have, have Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell is Le'Veon Bell. Well, that's all you have, and I don't think that's going to be enough. Even though I, said, I don't believe in famous Jameis Winston, even though like, I, think, I think Tampa Bay is going to come up with a victory. This isn't going to be a victory without Jameis Winston throwing at least two interceptions, but... The Giants being as bad as they are, even with two interceptions, is not going to be enough to come up, to be able to pull off the victory. So I have Tampa Bay coming out of a victory as um, over New York Giants. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers going into Arizona, and without any Cam Newton, I don't give Carolina any any chance whatsoever. So Superman has found his kryptonite at least for a couple of weeks, and I say that Arizona Cardinals are going to come away with their first victory of the season. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go into San Francisco to take on to take on the 49ers. And the same, the same philosophy that I just gave you with the Carolina Panthers, same philosophy I'm taking with the Pittsburgh Steelers, same philosophy I'm going to take with the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers are going into San Francisco without their, without their starting quarterback. Jimmy G has been, has been looking like a G at least for one or two games. Wait, he, he done a little something. He done, I, done, I done a little something, the boy. Okay. 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 I see you. This is another San Francisco Four Niners. Another team I would like to see Jalen Ramsey go to, only because they already have. They already have. Richard Sherman there. So I would like to see Richard Sherman and, and, and Jalen Ramsey on one team to help that San Francisco team, a young San Francisco team that looks like they that they if they continue their hot start, they're ready to a no. They have their quarterback that they didn't fully have last year because of injury got knocked out of the season early. So if they can if they can if they can progress and start to grow now and we can finally get an eye of what San Francisco could be, this could be a good team. Getting Jalen Ramsey if you're San Francisco 49ers isn't a bad idea. 
I see San Francisco coming out of the victory. Like I said, you got Richard Sherman out there. You have a you have a young quarterback. I I, I don't believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers without their starting quarterback and they and they've been hard to believe in without their starting wide receiver and their starting running back. I'm not trying to say that Juju Smith Schuster and also Conley isn't there. What I'm saying is Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell is no longer there. And those were their starters. The guys that you see now were their backups. And we are now seeing how great those backups look without either one of those starters on the field. See, at least last year for a while you had Antonio Brown. So you still had off you still had defense that still had to worry about the top being taken off of the defense. Now you just have Juju Smith Schuster and, and, and Conley in there. What O'Connor in there, I'm sorry. It, um, being the lineup. So now you just have somebody playing regular offense and a regular wide receiver and regular I'm sorry, regular defense and a regular wide receiver and regular defense on a regular running back. No dynamic running back back there. No dynamic wide receiver to have to worry about cheating anywhere. So no open boxes for the wide to, um, for the running back you know um no extra coverage going to antonio brown to help out juju smith schuster so the so the wide so the backup wide receiver and the starting running back have both not been affected by antonio brown not being there and you see it being affected by their record and you see it being affected by how many pits that Antonio that 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 Big Ben took this year because maybe his receivers just weren't getting open the way they used to and now he's already out for the season with the jerk off injury jerk off Next, we have the New Orleans Saints marching into Seattle to go ahead and take another L because we're going to tell you the same thing that we... I'm going to tell you like a friend told me. Cash rules everything around me. Get it? And so do injuries. And, and as much as we like Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, this is only his second week in his offense. Granted, he's been a backup now for... With the New Orleans Saints now for a while, he should be learning their system. He hasn't had a chance to get these to get these reps, but now he is going to be getting the possible reps that that can help him. But I don't I don't believe against the Seattle Seahawks, against that head coach, against this quarterback. I don't see them take. I don't see them come over a victory. These guys have just has have just been at the hip. I I don't believe them yet. Now. New Orleans, once again, are going to find a couple of victories here. Teddy Bridgewater is going to get comfortable into the system. Do I expect it to happen in the first game against the Seattle team? Nope. And as we speak of Seattle, Seattle is another team I would like to see Jalen Hurst go to. Jalen Ramsey, I'm sorry. Yes, I'd like to see Jalen Ramsey go to Kansas City. I'd like to see him go to Baltimore. I want to see him go to San Francisco, and I want to see him go to Seattle. Those are the four teams I would like to see Jalen Ramsey in. I will also like to see him in the New York Jets, but that's only if the New York Jets go ahead and sign Colin Kaepernick. Because if they don't get Colin Kaepernick, there's, reason, there's no reason to have Jalen Ramsey on the team because you're just wasting talent. Next up, we have the Houston Texans taking on the L.A. Chargers. And I'm going to see, we're going to see which one of these 1-1 one -one teams can improve to 2-0. This happens to be, I believe, not, if I'm not mistaken, to be a division game. So we're going to see if which one of these two teams could come away with a dub. Both of these teams have, have dynamic wide receivers. Both of these teams have a decent running back. Both of these teams have good wide have good quarterbacks. I believe Houston's defense is a little bit better than than, than the Chargers, but the LA but the LA Chargers are gonna be at home, and I'm gonna look for that boy to go ahead and just sling it all over the place. So, so 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 so. Look forward to a a, a big game, like a 300 yard game, if not more, by Philip Rivers. I'm, I'm expecting that kind of game from him now. Am I, am I saying Deshaun Watson may not have a big game? No, 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 no. 
I'm just saying, look for the game-winning big game from Phillip Rivers. And next we have the old Doodoo Browns with their star wide receiver, Old Dell Beckham, and their pastry chef, quarterback, Baker Mayfield. They are going to be visited by the L.A. Rams. Because the L.A. Rams are going to fly across the country to go ahead and take on the Cleveland Browns. And this is another game that I'm going to be interested to see. Only because, you know it's odd, it's not really because of Odell Beckham. I really want to see this for my boy, Talib. Because we already know how Talib likes to treat jewelry. Just go ask Michael Crabtree. Actually, you ask anybody about Michael Crabtree. I mean, with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Which, for Talib's case, when it came to Crabtree, was him snatching Crabtree's chain two years in a row. The first time he snatched after um, Crabtree's chain, Crabtree taped his chain to his chest so it wasn't dangling. And Talib reached in his chest and snatched his chain along with his heart. Odell Beckham has been wearing these fancy, these fancy watches to the game now and he must be getting paid for because i'm not going to stop even you know people are going after my watch and he's a dirty tactics and, and 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 coach this and coach that and he's talking about coach who but you're the guy that brought up the coach so when the coach says coach who you can't come back and say oh coach who oh no <laughs> i'm just joking he's a great coach he's this no 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 you're the first one that brought him until he had dirty tactics Stop being a bitch, Odell Beckham. Like, like I, I, I don't know what the ODB is starting to stand for. Like, like old dirty baby, old big baby, old dirty bitch. Like, 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 like for real. Like, 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 you just complain about everything. But I guess if they ask you a question, they put a mic in front of your face, you're going to answer, aren't you? I can't blame you. So I have the LA Rams visiting the Cleveland Browns, the old dirty Browns, led by old, old, the old dirty Beckham. Yeah, I, I don't forget about those helmet launches that he took against Josh Norman. No, no, we won't forget about that, those dirty hits that you took. Yeah, Odell Beckham was a dirty player. We won't forget about that. We will never forget. It's like 9-11, we will never forget. But I have the LA Rams take, um, beating the Cleveland Browns. I don't quite believe in the Cleveland Browns as of yet. The Cleveland Browns played the New York Jets last, um, played the New York Jets on Monday night. And for, the, for, for a New York Jets team that was on their third string quarterback, that also lost their best defensive player a week prior to that, and only had one offensive threat in Le'Veon Bell, the fact that they could not score more points than 23 or 28 or whatever the heck it was that they put up against the New York Jets, 23 points, that showed me that there's still a whole lot of things with the Cleveland Browns that, that they cannot... That, that, that they have not figured out. Uh, Odell Beckham did go for one touchdown, and he did have a, a, a nice little highlight play, but that was one highlight play and one touchdown. Just like his whole career. One highlight play and one touchdown. He had a one-handed catch on the, uh, on, on the sideline, and then he also was able to... Uh, that, that wasn't the touchdown. No, 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 no. This is a nice little one-handed play on the sideline. And also... He was able to break away for like a 60 to 80 yard touchdown. We get it. You're fast. Other than that, there were a lot of drop balls, which Odell Beckham, listen, for as much as he has as much stick on as he has his sticky gloves all, all, you know, all, all over the place, he's making all these one-hand pass um, catches, he drops a lot of these easy ones a lot of times. And you saw Baker Mayfield um, not, not only have a couple of drop passes, but he also overthrew a couple of passes, underthrew a couple of passes, and didn't quite do what, he, what, what we thought he should be doing, the little young gunslinger. So, 
there's still, 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 still some things to go that to come together in Cleveland. And I don't believe that they'll have that together by the time they play the Rams. The only problem I see with the Rams is that they're going to be flying across the country. But I see the Rams being motivated by this game. It's a Sunday night game. All eyes are going to be on them. And this is the time where the Rams really like to shine. Lastly, we have Chicago taking on Washington. And to be honest with you, I don't trust Mr. Trubisky again. And, but I also don't trust Washington. I don't trust either one of these teams to do anything impressive. But Chicago looks like they have a little bit of momentum on their side. Chicago does have the better defense on their side. So we pick Chicago to come away with this W. Folks, that's the Mighty's pick for week three. Hope you enjoyed. Because you also know what this is? Also know what this is? This is also the end of the show. Yep, I, I, I know. I know. I know you don't want to see me go. But listen, we're going to be back exactly one week from today. 8.07 p.m. live. I'm doing this again. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast or MightySports.net. I appreciate everybody that took the time to listen. You, you'll know, you don't know how much this, uh, this means to me. So please, always remember, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today and forever chase what you love and stay forever young. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My tea!